Chapter 9, Part 3. The eukaryotic cell cycle is regulated by a molecular control system. The timing and rate of cell division in different parts of a plant or animal are crucial to normal growth, development, and maintenance. The frequency of cell division varies with the type of cell. For example, human skin cells divide frequently throughout life, whereas liver cells maintain the ability to to divide but keep it in reserve until an appropriate need arises, say to repair a wound. Some of the most specialized cells, such as fully formed nerve cells and muscle cells, do not divide at all in, a ma in mature humans. These cell cycle differences result from regulation at the, of, at the molecular level. The mechanisms of this regulation are of intense interest, not only for understanding the life cycles of normal cells, but also for understanding how cancer cells manage to escape the usual controls. Evidence for cytoplasmic signals. What controls the cell cycle? In the early 1970s, a variety of experiments led to the hypothesis that the cell cycle is driven by specific signaling molecules present in the cytoplasm. Some of the first strong evidence for this hypothesis came from experiments with mammalian cells grown in culture. In these experiments, two cells in different phases of the cell cycle were fused to form a single cell with two nuclei. If one of the original cells was in the S phase and the other was in the G1, the G1 nucleus immediately entered the S phase, as though stimulated by signaling molecules present in the cytoplasm of the first cell. Similarly, if a cell undergoing mitosis, M phase, was fused with another cell in any stage of the cell cycle, even G1, the second nucleus immediately entered mitosis, which condensation of the chromatin uh, with condensation of the chromatin and formation of a mitotic spindle. The experiment shown in figure 9.14 and other experiments on the cell cycle in, on animal cells and yeasts demonstrated that the sequential event, events of the cell cycle are directed by a distinct cell cycle control system, a clinical, a cyclically operating set of molecules in the cell that both triggers and coordinates cell events in the cell cycle. The cell cycle control system has been compared to the control device on a washing machine. Like the washer's timing device, the cell cycle control system proceeds on its own, according to a built-in clock. However, just as the washer cycle is subject to both internal control, such as the sensor that detects when the tub is filled with water, and external adjustment, such as starting the machine, the cell cycle is regulated at certain checkpoints by both internal and external signal. A checkpoint in the cell cycle is a control point where stop and go ahead signals can regulate the, the cycle. The signals are transmitted within the cell by the kinds of signal transduction pathways discussed in concept 5.6. Animal cells generally have built-in stop signals that halt the cell cycle at checkpoints until overridden by go ahead signals. Many signals registered at these checkpoints may come from cellular surveillance mechanisms inside the cell, 
These signals report whether crucial cellular processes that should have occurred by that point have in fact been completed correctly, and thus whether or not the cell should proceed. Checkpoints also register signals from outside the cell, as we'll discuss later. Three major checkpoints are found in the G1, G2, and M phases. For many cells, the G1 checkpoint, dubbed the restriction point in mammalian cells, seems to be the most impo important. If a cell receives the go-ahead signal while at the G1 checkpoint, it will usually complete the G1, S, G2, and M phases and divide, figure 9.16a. If it does not receive a go-ahead signal at that point, it will exit the cycle and switch into a non-dividing state called the G0 phase. Most cells in the human body are actually in the G0 phase. As mentioned earlier, mature nerve cells and muscle cells never divide. For other cells, such as liver cells, can be called back from the G0 phase to cell cycle by external cues, such as growth factors during an injury, released during an injury. The cell cycle is regulated at the molecular level by a set of regulatory proteins and protein complexes, including kinases, enzymes that activate or inactivate other proteins called by phosphorylating them, and proteins called cyclins. To understand how a cell progresses through the cycle, let's consider the checkpoint signals that can make the cell divide, that can make the cell clock pause or continue. Biologists are currently working out the pathways that link signals originating inside and outside the cell with the responses in kinases, cyclins, and other proteins. An example of an un internal uh, signal occurs in the third important checkpoint, the in the M phase checkpoint, figure 9.16b. Anaphase, the separation of sister chromatids, does not begin until all the chromosomes are properly attached to the spindle in the metaphase plate. Researchers have learned that as long as some kinetochores are unattached to the, spindly to the spindle microtubules, the sister chromatids remain together, delaying anaphase. Only when the kinetochores of all chromosomes are properly attached to the spindle does the appropriate regulatory protein complex become activated. Once activated, the complex sets off a chain of molecular events that activates the enzyme separase, which cleaves the cohesions, allowing the sister chromatids to separate. This mechanism ensures that the daughter cells do not end up with missing or extra chromosomes. Studies using animal cells in culture have led to the identification of many external factors, both chemical and physical and physical that can influence cell division. For example, cells fail to divide if an essential nutrient is, lacker, is lacking in the culture medium. This is analogous to trying to run the, a washing machine without the water supply hooked up. An internal sensor won't allow the machine to continue past the point where water is needed. And even if all other conditions are favorable, most types of mammalian cells divide in culture only if the growth medium specifies specific growth factors. A growth factor is a protein released by certain cells that stimulates other cells to divide. Different cell types respond specifically to different growth factors or combinations of growth factors. 
Consider, for example, platelet-derived growth, growth factor, PDGF, which is made by blood cell fragments called platelets. Called platelets. The PDGF is required for the cell division of for the division of cultured fibroblasts, a type of connective tissue cell. Fibroblasts have PDGF receptors on their plasma membranes. The binding of PDGF molecules to these receptors triggers a signal transduction pathway that allows the cells to pass the G1 checkpoint and divide. PDGF stimulates fibroplast division not only in the artificial conditions of the cell culture, but also in an animal's body. When an injury occurs, platelets release PDGF in the vicinity. This re the resulting proliferation of fibroblasts helps heal the wound. The effect of an external physical factor on cell division is clearly seen in density-dependent inhibition, a phenomenon in which crowded cells stop dividing. Figure 9.18a. As first observed many years ago, cultured cells normally divide until they form a single layer of cells on the inner surface of the culture container, at which point the cells stop dividing. If some cells are removed, those bordering the open space begin dividing again and continue until the vacancy is filled. Follow-up studies revealed that the binding of a cell surface protein to its counterpart on an adjoining cell sends a cell division inhibiting signal to both cells, preventing them from moving forward in the cell cycle. Growth factors also have a role in, in determining the density that cells attain before ceasing division. Most animal cells also exhibit anchorage dependence. To divide, they must be attached to substratums, such as the inside of a culture flask or the extracellular matrix of a tissue. Experiments suggest that all cell density anchor that like cell density anchorage is signaled to the cell cycle control system by pathways involving plasma membrane proteins and elements of the cytoskeleton linked to them. In city dependent inhibition and anchorage dependence appears to function not only in cell culture but also in the body's tissues, checking the growth of cells at some optimal density and location during embryonic development and throughout an organism's life. Cancer cells, which we discussed next, exhibit near, neither density-dependent inhibition nor anchorage dependence. Cancer cells do not heed the normal signals that regulate uh, that regulate the cell cycle. They divide excessively and invade other tissues. If unchecked, they can kill the organism. Cancer cells in culture do not stop dividing until growth factors are depleted. A logical hypothesis is that cancer cells do not need growth factors in their culture medium to grow and divide. They may make a required growth factor themselves, or they may have an abnormality in the signaling pathway that conveys the growth factor signal to the cell cycle control system, even in the absence of that factor. Another possibility is that an abnormal cell cycle control system in these scenarios, the underlying basis of abnormality is almost always a change in one or more genes that alters the function of their protein products, resulting in faulty cell cycle control. We will learn more in Chapter 16 about genetic basis of these changes and how these conditions may lead to cancer.
There are other important differences between normal cells and cancer cells that reflect derangements of the cell cycle. If and when they stop dividing, cancer cells do so at a random point in the cycle rather than at the normal checkpoints. Moreover, cancer cells can go on dividing indefinitely in culture if they are given a continual supply of nutrients. In essence, they are immortal, a striking example in a cell line that has been reproducing in culture since 1951. Cells of this line are called HeLa cells because their original source was a tumor removed from a woman named Henrietta Lacks. By contrast, nearly all normal mammalian cells growing in culture divide about 20 to 50 times before they stop dividing, age, and die. We'll see a possible reason for this phenomenon when we discuss DNA replication in chapter 13. Finally, cancer cells evade the normal controls that trigger a cell to undergo a type of programmed cell death called apoptosis when, so when something called apoptosis when something is wrong. For example, when an irreparably whenever an irreparable mistake has occurred during the DNA replication preceding mitosis. The abnormal behavior of cancer cells can be catastrophic when it occurs in the body. The problem begins with a single tissue in the single cell in tissue that undergoes transformation, the process that converts a normal cell to a cancer cell. The body's immune system normally recognizes a transformed cell as an insurgent and destroys it. However, if a cell evades destruction, and it may proliferate and form a tumor, a mass of abnormal cells within otherwise normal tissue. The abnormal cells may remain at the original site, but they have too few genetic or cellular changes to survive at another site. In that case, the tumor is called a benign tumor. Most benign tumors do not cause serious problems and can be completely removed by surgery. In contrast, a malignant tumor has cells whose genetic and cellular changes enable them to spread to new tissues and impair the function of one or more organs. An individual with a malignant tr tumor is said to have cancer. Figure 9.19 shows the development of breast, of breast cancer. The changes that have occurred in malignant t in, with malignant The changes that have occurred in cells of malignant tumors show up in many ways besides excessive proliferation. These cells may have an unusual number of chromosomes, though whether this is the cause or effect of transformation is an ongoing topic of debate. Their metabolism may be disabled and they may cease to function in other constructive ways. Abnormal changes on the cell surface cause cancer cells to lose attachments to the neighbor cells in the extracellular matrix, allowing them to spread into nearby tissues. Cancer cells may also secrete signaling molecules that cause blood vessels to grow towards the tumor. A few tumor cells may separate from the original tumor, enter blood vessels and lymph vessels, and travel to other parts of the body. There, they may proliferate and form a new tumor. The spread of cancer cells to locations distant from their original site is called metastasis. A tumor that appears to be localized may be treated with high-energy radiation, which damages DNA in cancer cells, much more than it does in normal cells, apparently because the majority of cancer cells 
have lost the ability to repair such damages. To treat known or, or suspected metastatic, metastatic tumors, chemotherapy is used, in which drugs that are toxic to actively dividing cells are administered through the circulatory system. As you might expect, chemotherapeutic drugs interfere with specific steps in the cell cycle. For example, the drug Taxol freezes the mitotic spindle by preventing microtuber tubal depolymerization, which this stops actively dividing cells from proceeding past metaphase and leads to their destruction. In the scientific skills exercise, you will work with data from an experiment involving a potential chemotherapeutic agent. The side effects of chemotherapy are due to the drug's effect on normal cells that divide often. For example, nausea results from the chemotherapy's effects on intestinal cells, hair loss from effects on the hair follicle cells, and susceptibility to infection from effects on immune system cells. Over the past several decades, researchers have, have produced a flood of valuable information about cell signaling pathways and how their malfunction contributes to the development of cancer through effects on the cell cycle. Coupled with new molecular techniques, such as the ability to rapidly sequence the DNA of cells in a particular tumor, medical treatments of cancer are beginning to become more personalized to a particular patient's tumor. Breast cancer provides a good example. Basic research on cell signaling and the cell cycle has augmented our understanding of the molecular events underlying the development of breast cancer. Proteins functioning in the cell signaling pathways that affect the cell cycle are often found to be altered in breast, in breast cancer cells. Analyzing the level and sequences of such proteins has allowed physicians to better tailor the treatment to the cancers of some individuals. One of the big lessons we've learned about the development of cancer, though, is how very complex the process is. There are so many areas that remain to be explored. Perhaps the reason we have so many unanswered questions about cancer cells is that there is still so much to learn about how normal cells function. The cell, life's basic unit of structure and function, holds enough secrets to engage researchers well into the future.